Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Before we get into our episode, I want to let you know that coachesedge.coach is live. Our membership serves coaches from around the country, even around the world. We just welcomed a new coach, our first international coach from Austria, the Salt Miners. Shout out to Coach Manu Langhammer uh, for being our first international Coach's Edge member. But we serve coaches around the United States through coachesedge.coach. We continue to update new resources onto that website, as well as offer game film review, uh, personal consulting, phone calls, emails, Zoom calls, um, as well as being able to have at least two monthly meetings every single month that we have guest speakers for. We have presentations, we have roundtable discussions, we take coaches polls, and then we discuss them. And out of all the stuff that I do throughout the course of the year with Kramer Basketball and Coach's Edge, you know, this membership has become one of the most rewarding things that I do, getting the chance to meet such great people from around the world, from around the country, and try to help them uh, be better, do better. Uh, I continue to learn a ton uh, throughout this membership so that I can improve myself inside this Coach's Edge membership. It's an awesome community of like-minded coaches who are just hungry to improve themselves and the programs that they work with. So if that's you, if those fit the bill for you, coachesedge.coach to learn more, to register. And if you have questions, reach out, contact at kramerbasketball.com. Thanks for listening. Let's get to the show. Coaches, we're talking get action today. I'm excited to break this down. I think that it's something that can be very, very effective. And as you learn about get action, you'll see that there's a lot of complementary pieces to ball screens, to dribble handoffs, to zoom actions and pistol actions. And with that said, the get action may be you know, the simplest one of them all. I like to call it throw and go with my players. But uh, at the same time, I'm not trying to make up my own terminology. So I'll talk about when I'm teaching it. This is called the get action. And then I'll use the terms throw and go to help teach it. But uh, what is get action? We're going to talk about a few different options. I'm going to share with you five of my favorite actions when it comes to uh, running this. But uh, a player throws the ball to a teammate and immediately follows that pass to get the basketball back. That's a get action. Okay. So uh, as you look on here, if you're watching on YouTube, you can, you can see that if this player two on the wing throws a pass to player five, and if you're looking at this on YouTube, I got a new computer and the draw piece is not here. What the heck? That was the thing I use the most when I'm breaking down plays for coachesedge.coach, the teams we consult with. So uh, where did that go? Am I doing something wrong? Correct me if you're watching on YouTube and you have fast draw. So two can pass the five right here. If two's on the wing, they pass the five at the top of the key. They're immediately following it to get the basketball back. And then they can turn the corner and we're playing downhill. Five out, four out. This is a great option to have. Uh, as you can see, there's a lot of options that can happen off of this. So if two on the wing passes the five at the top of the key, some basic things that they could do, the two could down screen. The two could down screen for a player in the corner, if that's an option that we have right here, right? So uh, that would look, could turn into a zoom. It could come into a pin down. Two could pass the basketball to five and then they could basket cut. But uh, it would be a great fake to do this, faking a screen, faking a basket cut, and then you simply throw and then go. 
Um, what I found having done this as a player, and I'll talk a little bit about some of my international experience using the get action, is that usually when you pass the basketball, the defense relaxes, right? Which makes it a great time to cut, to screen. Um, but a lot of times, traditionally, when you throw the pass to someone, think about it from a defensive standpoint, that defender usually doesn't think you're immediately going to get the basketball back. And so that's one of the reasons why the get action is is so effective. The get action can happen anywhere on the court, any different angles, any types of personnel. Uh, it can be used before or after a ball screen, which we'll talk about uh, in a second, uh, which is what I want to get to. Um, so we broke down one, like this is the most base form of get action right here. I could dribble up to the wing, pass to the top of the key, throw and go. I come and get the basketball back. I could cut off that. I could screen off that. Let's do a couple of ball screens. And this is where, where I like it. The ball screen is very effective. If a team's trying to ice, that would be one example. So for, uh, as a story, when I was playing basketball in Europe, uh, I was no longer like the quick athletic player. I became less athletic. So being able to use screens, handoffs, these were very, very important for me so that I could still get open, shoot, do the things that I needed to do. Well, a lot of times, especially at that time, everybody was ice and ball screens, right? So if I brought the basketball or got the basketball on the left wing and they knew a ball screen was coming, say four is coming up out of the post, they would start to flip this. Defenders trying to force me down to the big who's right here in their ice in that ball screen. Well, it was hard for me to have the ball handling skills to beat this ice with the dribble. And so a lot of times what I would do, I'd just have the, the ball screener pop out, uh, throw the basketball to him. And what happens when I throw it to him? Okay, well, this defender here who was icing on me, it's like, okay, well, he's not going to use the screen anymore. So they would drop down to a more of a normal off-ball position. The four's in a bad spot because they were icing. They were down near the basket. They got to hustle up because a lot of times this is a shooter who can just light it. And that would give me even better than a ball screen. I'd just be able to throw, cut right off, get the basketball back, and then this could turn into a three. This could turn into a, a drive. And a lot of times off this drive, what would happen is if I'm driving in here, four's in a, a late help situation. Two, a lot of times, is trying to fight over top. And then we'd pop this four out, and I'd be able to kick the basketball back to the four right here, right? So uh, run in the get action instead of a ball screen and essentially turning it into a pick and pop. If you have a, a player that can set that ball screen and get open for a three is a really good one, good one to use, okay? Um, when you're using the get action, another way that we can do it is after the ball screen. So I'm gonna show this again. Let's go on the other side. Let's say you have the basketball on the right wing and we have, uh, we can put the four at the post and we're gonna bring the four up to set a uh, set ball screen, all right? So if four's coming up, they're gonna set this ball screen for me right here. I'm gonna come off, I'm gonna use this ball screen and we're gonna get into a pick and pop, right? So for pick and pop, because as you know, especially internationally, a lot of these players can, can pull that three. So I'm gonna throw the basketball back. And then this is another common action. And then immediately follow it with a handoff. 
So it's ball screen into a get action. Again, I'll try to do some of these. I might just break this down easier if I take off some of these. So again, if I'm on the right wing, four comes up to set me a ball screen. I use that ball screen. We don't have anything right away. Four pops out. I pass the ball to four. I immediately follow it, get the handoff back. They would usually repop or roll to the post. And then we're playing off of that. All right. So those are actually two really good ways to use the get action uh, combined with a ball screen. I love it off of ice. That's probably one of my favorites. And then secondly, you can go ball screen into a pick and pop and then the get action after that. Right. So I hope that's making sense. Another one that is very, very effective is if you have a player who likes to play out of the high post and they can score effectively off of the high post, being able to use the get action to hand off or to keep is very, very effective. Because if I throw the basketball into four, right, and four has the ball right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to do these. So two passes the basketball to four. If four is a player and I hard caught off this, X4 doesn't want to help that much. So that I can get the basketball back from four, boom, get to the basket. And if we're spaced out on the perimeter, maybe we have an off-ball action on the weak side to occupy some of those defenders. That can be a very easy layup. But it can also be used as a great way to clear. So I throw, boom, I go, I'm coming off. Maybe we're on like a double pin down over on this side. This side is cleared for me, boom. And now working out of the high post, number four has a chance to you know, get some one-on-one, -on -one, get downhill, off of that. So I really like running the get action as uh, really a decoy. We throw, we cut through, we don't give, give them the handoff, and then we can play off of that. Um, you'll see like Jokic does this a lot, the high post and at the top of the key. Draymond Green, very good as a passer. Using the get action is very effective. If you have a player that you throw it to that ha has some size so they can see over the defense from up top, uh, they also have some ability to attack, whether that's, you know, being able to put the bounce down a little bit and get to the paint or uh, being a good shooter. These are really effective for them. So we've talked ball screens. We've talked about uh, throw and go. We've talked about playing off of the high post. We've talked about keeping it off of the get. Uh, one more thing I've playing off of this high post. If I throw the basketball to four, again, if, if they're a good player and and x2 is in this gap so i passed it into to four and they just kind of sit right here i mean almost a step and immediately hard cut right here that's really hard to stop because if x4 here is concerned about this player being able to score they're not going to help on this handoff much and it's almost like a double screen for here to come over right um could they switch it yeah absolutely they can switch it and most teams uh, probably will switch it, but that's where some of the danger lies because if they switch this too early, you got a player at 15 feet instead of 20 with a smaller guard guardian, and that could be uh, a big problem compared to the same thing happening out here, which is why I really love the location of running a get action a little bit closer to the basket. Shoot, you could even run it you know, as, as a true uh, post, okay? Uh, last one that I want to break down, 
with this, you know, short, short video here is using a second cutter. So let's say two throws the basketball into four, four has the ball. And we're going to bring a third player out here. All right. Two throws the basketball into four. They hard cut through. They continue to go. They don't get it. And then four steps up. And we run three through for a handoff, being able to turn the corner and score. So this could be, uh, as you're looking at, if you're watching on YouTube, it could be like a wing seam type entry to the high post, run the cutter through the get. They don't get the ball. Then you run a second cutter through. Uh, that's a very effective one. And you see that run uh, a lot at the NBA, at the NBA level. So uh, as you're thinking about, how you can install some of this within your offense. It's great for four out. It's great for five out any offense. If you have a player who's a solid decision maker and has some level of scoring ability, whether that's shooting, being able to get downhill, we want them to have some good court vision. That's an excellent spot for you know us to be able to think about how we can utilize and almost play through a big by using the get action. Okay, so again, get action. A player throws the basketball to a teammate, immediately follows that pass to get the basketball back, and then we're playing out of it. And you can intermingle how this is going to look with pistols, with ball screens, with zooms, and starting to add in more than two players. But uh, in and of itself is a fantastic two-player action that I hope you think about using with your team. Now, if you have any more questions on this, please let me know, especially listening on the Coach's Edge podcast. I'm more than happy to uh, share more information about the Get Action. And if you're interested in joining our Coach's Edge membership, we serve coaches from around the United States, even around the world, through coachesedge.coach. All the resources that we provide on the website that we continue to update each month. We have at least two monthly meetings with guest speakers, presentations, roundtable discussions, and I even watched some game film for the coaches that we have within our program. And I'm happy to meet with them individually as well to help them get the best out of themselves and the players that they're working with. Thanks for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. Thank you for watching. Uh, if you're here on YouTube, be sure to follow, like, subscribe, uh, rate, review, all the good things. And uh, stay tuned for a lot more information this upcoming basketball season. Get after it today.